Welcome to Ari Keeves Trading to Win, the podcast focused on helping traders to maximize their potential. Many of the people I'm talking to are beginning to uh, get their confidence back. Uh, they're somewhat more optimistic about the markets. They're cautious. They're not fully invested, but uh, there's some uh, general consensus that uh, uh, that we're finally getting out of the bear market. And while there may still be some, uh, uh, you know, down moves, uh, uh, there's a sense that the economy is stabilized. Uh, the job uh, unemployment rates are, have started to decline. Uh, there's some uh, more stability in the banks with more lending. I mean, we're still in precarious times, but uh, it, it, the general feeling is that things have, have gotten better and that uh, and the markets are starting to reflect that to the extent that the markets uh, are six months ahead of where things are. They're kind of a forward indicator. Uh, it may very well be that things are getting better. So, so, so while people were hurt last year and still have high watermarks this year to, uh, you know, pay back what they've lost, uh, there, there's a little more optimism that I'm seeing. I had a conversation with a senior uh, PM the other day, a fellow running several billion dollars, and, and asked him about what role emotion played in his trading. And he says uh, he, he's got to factor it in. Uh, he's got to pay attention to it. Uh, he's looking to feel comfortable and have some sense of confidence about the trades he's making. So his his psychological uh, equilibrium is a critical variable in terms of how he approaches the market. He then uh, has to, uh, and so there's a certain amount of instinct, experience, pattern recognition, which gives him some kind of a, a, a sense that things are right. He then does a lot of work and... Uh, he puts his greatest emphasis on the intellectual work, the, uh, the, the fundamental analysis of the company, the, uh, the, the profit and loss statements, uh, new products, innovations, the nature of the industry, and so on. Uh, so he's, he's motivated to get all that data to, uh, to support his underlying uh, positive feeling. Uh, now, if he's just relying on his feelings, he's going to be in trouble. If he's uh, overwhelmed by his feelings, he's going to be paralyzed. If he's overwhelmed by his data, he may be paralyzed. So th there's a constant effort to balance emotion and intellect. Uh, he's a particularly, he's an accountant, an engineer, and then he became a money manager. Uh, so he's a little bit strong on the on the mathematical and analytic side, uh, but he recognizes fully the, uh, the underlying... Uh, the importance of emotional stability and not getting too carried away by your emotions, but nevertheless recognizing uh, the significance of what, what your emotions are signaling to you. When you're starting to think, feel uncomfortable, things aren't going well, to some extent that may be a positive sign, uh, but you've got to pay attention to it. The critical thing is you, you, I spent a lot of time talking to people and trying to kind of translate that into uh, practical principles that that people can apply, whether they're uh, just guys trading at home on their own or guys working in a, in a firm. They're the same principles. You, you've got to learn to manage your losses. And we're all wired to kind of minimize our losses, to rationalize them, to keep holding, hoping 
against hope that things are going to turn around. The best people that I talk to have, have really had a, a reawakening as a result of, of the poor performance that was so widespread last year. And so everybody is much more, or the, the thoughtful people are much more uh, focused on how they get themselves into the right psychological mindset, uh, what are the things, the steps they have to take so that they can reduce stress, they can maximize performance, they can see the ball a little bit more clearly, they can keep their aggressiveness under control. Uh, the first thing is, of course, setting goals, uh, realistic goals, but ones which require a certain amount of stretch so that you're forcing yourself to do things that uh, you may need to do in order to produce the kind of profit you want, but that you ordinarily might not have done in the past. So uh, it, it's going to require more concentration, more work, more preparation, a greater willingness to uh, get involved in a coaching situation, uh, self-coaching or coaching with a, a professional coach who can help you to make adjustments to overcome your over-emotionality, to overcome any kind of negative self-doubt or expectations of failure, which so readily infect uh, and affect the, the way in which people trade. So uh, the best guys have, have started to prune out of their portfolios weak ideas, marginal ideas, or unprofitable ideas. They've gotten out, they've gotten out of instruments that didn't really work, that they didn't really know, but they had gotten into in an expansive mood when they were thinking about expanding their firm or building up their additional uh, firepower in their portfolio. So there's more of an effort to concentrate on the areas of greatest strength, whether in terms of your own inclinations, the kinds of key people you have, what your capabilities are, where you've made money in the past, where you can expand your footprint in similar kinds of situations that have proven successful for you in the past. And this is really important. It's also important to kind of reset expectations about other people, uh, what kind of uh, metrics you want to apply so that you can measure people's performance, you can measure their uh, level of accountability and how much responsibility they're taking on. I wrote one book last year called uh, Hedge Fund Leadership, which really gets into uh, the kinds of of discussions that portfolio manager needs to have with his analysts and with his support team so that everybody in the firm is on the same page. People who are grousing or complaining or uh, continually thinking about their own interests are uh, quickly uh, talked to and, uh, and decisions are made as to whether they really are uh, contributing to the culture of collaboration, which is so critical in this kind of business. So, uh, I think it's a very uh, um, important consideration as to what is the nature of the culture, what is the nature of the leadership, what's the level of integrity of the guy running the fund, is he clear with people about what he expects, uh, does he set out uh, targets and objectives for him, or does he kind of change his mind and act in a very discretionary fashion when things aren't going well, uh, do people feel they can trust him, does he feel he can trust them? Is there sort of transparency within the firm? And, uh, you know, some firms are built up that way and they've got a great culture and people stay there for years. And there are other firms where there's tremendous turnover because 
uh, nobody's ever clear as to what the objectives are, and nobody's very good at, at talking about things that aren't very pleasant. Uh, so it's really a question of uh, taking on some of the, the lessons Jack Welch has always written about in his articles and in his books about uh, the importance of candor, the importance of, of being clear with people as to how what you expect of them, how they're performing, where they're falling down, what they need to do to improve, what their plan is to improve, are they willing to align themselves with the objectives of the firm. Dr. Ari Kiev is an internationally respected authority on the psychology of trading. You can subscribe to his bi-monthly podcast full of real-world advice on how to maximize your trading potential at www.arikiev.com.